man, I was busy doing something else. Good thing I got a producer. <laughs> I was I was reading your guys' comments. I was typing. I was doing stuff. And I, I looked up, and I'm like, I think we're live. Oh, my goodness. Welcome to the show, Service Daily Live. I'm Chris Fresh, your host, the plumbing sales guy, and uh, who knows what's going to happen tonight. Uh, if you guys caught me earlier, I was guest appearing on the Million Dollar Plumber Show where things went a little bit better because, uh, of course, they were running it and I was just a guest. So hopefully we get through this. I really don't even know. I mean, I just totally lost focus. Have you ever done that? Like, have you ever done that? It says, tighten up. Wow, David says. Yeah, I did it. And David, he's had to present his light. The guy went, uh, he's, that's an awesome dude, uh, David Joseph Hall. Love that guy, man. How you doing, brother? It's been a while. Guy went overseas, did a lot of missionary work. Awesome dude. Had, had to do a lot of presenting himself, so he probably gets that little fumble there. What's up, Angela? How you doing? Welcome to the show. Good to see you guys. I love it when you guys jump on here. And where's Jay at, right? Is he on here too with you? Or is he where? I don't ever see him, so I miss him. And we got Nate in the house telling me to tighten up. I do, I do need to tighten it up, Nate, for real. Need to tighten that up. Uh, let's see here. We got my man. Patrick says, got my shades, drop the beat. He's talking about that early intro. Talking about that early intro. And then, of course, uh, my man, my man, Gerald, always an exhorter, boy. That guy loves to lift people up. He loves on people. He's got an awesome wife. That dude's been married for a long time. The epitome of marriage right there. Sure, but you regroup and keep it moving. Hey, that's what you got to do, BJ or uh, uh, Gerald, GB, BJ, GB. I got BJ on my mind a lot. As you all know, I'm out here in Amarillo, Texas. Working with plumbing specialists, an awesome company. Uh, BJ and Christy, as you guys, probably a lot of you know them, actually. I think a lot of you know each other better than you know me. Like, you guys have this secret little side thing going all the time where Dr. Tom gets on here and he, like, breaks down a little knowledge and everyone jumps on there and starts interacting with him. And I don't think you watch the show anymore. You're just doing this thing. And I don't care. I love it. I love it. He's so busy. That's, that's, uh, Angela says he's so, he is so busy. I feel bad, but Hey, that's good. Phone's ringing. The phone is ringing. He says it's GB. Sorry, brother. I got, I got BJ on my mind, man. I had BJ on my mind. Welcome to the show for a lot of you that just jumped on. We're here live in Amarillo, Texas. I don't have the same set. I'm out on the road working with a plumbing company. I hear plumbing specialists, awesome couple with an awesome dream. And so we're out here working together on that for a week. While I do that, I'm going to be coming to you in my Airbnb, which, by the way, they happen to own also with a kawinky dink. And it's kind of cool. They call it the roost, and I love it. In fact, I got made fun of because I, I, I sent him a picture of what I did with the set, and she's got this the roost right here. And she said, oh, you, you, you kept the company right on the table. To be honest with you, I didn't even realize it was still there. But, uh, but I love it. So now I'm looking at it. It's kind of cool. It keeps me company while I'm talking to you guys. Uh, also... Uh, if you're new to the show, type daily into the comments. That'll give you a subscription to the show. You'll always get reminded. Uh, it's a, when you type daily, you got to go into the uh, messenger and respond to that and complete the process. Make sure you do that. But once you do, if you stay in the messenger long enough, you'll get a free uh, overcoming objections training from me to you just for subscribing to the show. I appreciate that. Check that out. It's awesome. You'll love it. And uh, you'll get a lot for it. Also, um, Let's make sure that we are not only subscribed to that, but we are getting in on the drawing. Who knows about the drawing? We got a $100 Visa gift card drawing that we're doing right now. Uh, let me pull that up. 
Normally I have a, a producer that actually does everything for me. And right now we're kind of in training mode. So I'm going to be running the show, probably showing him how not to do it. And then so that he can do it better than me uh, as, as usual, but leave a review to be entered into the drawing. All you got to do is go to my page, leave a recommendation. Like, Hey, I watched the show. It's great. I watched the show. It's terrible. I've had him out for training. We were on the weekly training. If your company's on the weekly training and you get weekly training from me, leave a review, leave a recommendation, tell the truth. And you'll be entered in that drawing. Here's how the drawing works though. The day you leave the review, you get an entry and then you get an entry every day for free until the drawing. Cause I want to incentivize you to leave the review today and not wait. But if you do wait and you leave it like on the day of the drawing, you'll just get one entry. And if you leave it the day after the drawing, you'll get no entries. And I've made that joke too many times now. So some of you are like, okay, get on with it. But here's the thing. It's a hundred dollars visa. It's taken just about everywhere. And it's a gift card for me to you for telling me how I'm doing. So Tom says, not listening too much now. Just pick three 15 year old girls up from the movie theater. What movie did they see, Tom? Three. I can't even imagine what that's like right now. I worked with teens a lot back in the day uh, with teen ministry. Actually, not even that long ago, like, like just even a couple weeks ago. So I worked with teens. I love teens. Teens are amazing, uh, but they can, they can be chatty. Uh, they can be ADD. I'm kind of, I'm honestly, I'm kind of like, that's, I'm a 15 year old, to be honest. <laughs> Lance says he made it. My brother, Lance, Lance is in the training. Lance has left a review. He's left a couple, I think. Terry says daily. Love it. Thanks for joining us on the show, Terry. Where are you from? What do you do? Are you a, I'm assuming a plumber? You own a company? Are you a technician? In fact, what do you, where are you guys from and what do you do? Are you CEOs? That's what the million dollar plumber calls you. In fact, if you know who the million dollar plumber is, and we're going to get into the show tonight real quick, but I just want to mention that if you know who the million dollar plumber is, Richard Bainey, then you know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to pin this up here real quick. I pinned it in the comments and it's a link to his playbook. It's a free playbook. It's uh, the 10, 10 secrets to plumbing. I think uh, to being a business owner, click on that. You get a free playbook from him. It's not for me, but it's my gift to you because I, well, I already gave you one. I gave my overcoming injection. So I figured I'd give you something for your business. I teach sales. He teaches business for the business of plumbing. And I know a lot of you are clients and you love them. Feet Apart. That's the movie they watched. I think that's a sad movie. Five Feet Apart. Is that a sad movie or a scary movie? Sounds like a really sad movie or a really scary movie. And in either case, it wouldn't be the kind of movie I want to watch. <laughs> I just put, Now the whole world knows, Jay. Now the whole world knows this is going to go on YouTube. In fact, uh, for my podcast listeners, Jay is snoring on the sofa. I'm going to let him enjoy it. That's what Angela said. Look at all you, uh, Monroe, Ohio. Hey, Monroe, Ohio. Were you on the million dollar plumber show earlier? I remember someone from Monroe, Ohio, uh, Monroe, Ohio was on there. No such as a CEO only broke back plumber. Doesn't have to be that way, Nate. All right, so let's get into this. What are we talking about? How in the world can anyone do this? Do what? Well, anything. Like, let me break this down. Like, any obstacle in your path. Okay, whatever that is for you right now. I want you to stop for a second and just go, okay, I want a plumbing business company that's running smooth. I want new trucks. I want guys that want to work for me. If you're a guy that works for the company and, and you know, you work for someone, you know, what do you want? What is, but what is the obstacle keeping you from being able to do that? Because that's the thing that you're looking at right now going, how in the world can anyone do this? Is it QuickBooks? Is it some business process? Get that playbook. 
Is it something like that? You should get the playbook. I'll, I'll, a, a cheap slight for the million dollar plumber again, get the playbook. But what is it right in front of you? I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not, I don't have the exact answer for you because I don't know what your actual obstacle is, but I'm going to tell you how to get through it. I'm, I'm going to tell you how to get through it because here's the thing. There was this thing that was so elusive, so elusive. Nobody could do it until someone did. We're going to talk about that in a second. Dan Shell's on the show. What's up, my man, Dan? Dan uh, works for uh, Tom Shell Plumbing. He's, that's his brother, and they're out of Tampa, Florida. Love it. I love that you guys come on this show and you care about serving your communities. I care. I love that you guys are all connecting with one another, like-minded business owners, like-minded technicians, same thing, wanting to serve your communities, wanting to do something for them. And tonight, I know there's something keeping you from being able to do that. And so I'm going to share with you how to get through that. But first, I want to kind of tell you about this elusive thing, this thing that, that everybody couldn't do until they could. And I know once I say what it is, you're going to be like, oh yeah, for her, I know this. It's the four minute mile. It was the four, it was the, like the impossible four minute mile. It, it was the, it was like so elusive that people literally thought that just a human being wasn't capable. They came down to science. Like they, they just can't be done. Let's accept it. It cannot be done until it was. And you have to understand the, the four minute mile wasn't some guy's dream, some lady's dream, some kid's dream. It was a lot of people's dream. A lot of people wanted to run that four minute mile. And we're going to learn something very important right now about the reality of life. Did you know, and I don't know if this is a hundred percent accurate, but it's close. Did you know that only like 1% of the world is entrepreneurial minded? Did you know that only like 1% of the world wakes up every day wanting to take risks and wanting to like put their life out there and wanting to lose it all for some crazy reason? It's like a low amount. And so if we think about that, if there's only, if there's only like 1%, then and if we took that and we looked at these runners, it's probably safe to say that a lot of those people were not ever going to do it until someone else did. And it wasn't because they weren't physically able. And in fact, it had nothing to do with being physically able. Now, I know you're like, well, yeah, it did. Well, of course. Okay, I get it. But the people that were physically able to run the four-minute mile that weren't running the four-minute mile had the same physical, physical capabilities that eventually ran the four-minute mile. My point is apples to apples, it was their mindset. Apples to apples, it was their mindset. When them versus them, when this guy's in shape, and in fact, they might have been in better shape trying to run that format because they're training so hard trying to do this thing. Someone else finally did it, and they were like, it can be done. It's, it's real. Like, oh, my gosh. Another human being, they have a heart rate like mine. They're not a cheetah. They're not a gazelle. They ran the mile four minutes or less. It's been done. Well, dang, if it's possible, why can't I do it? Mindset. Here's the thing. We just have the wrong mindset. And what are you doing to change that? Like, are you getting on the news? Are you doing the things you did yesterday? And I'm, I'm not beating anyone up here. I'm just saying it's what I found. I'm out in the field. I'm out in the field a lot. I run into a lot of business owners. I talked to a lot of you guys through 30-minute uh, consultations, learning where you, some. I learn a lot from the ones that don't hire me. They're not ready. It's it's a mindset thing. And and we've got to unlock our mind. Like we can't we can't do 
we can't start a business and then go get a bunch of advice from a bunch of people who don't think like us. Like that's the number one mistake we all make. We all go out, we start a business, we ask our friends, the same friends we went to high school with, the same friends we were in the military with, and 1%. So I have to have like dang near 200 friends almost till I find the other guy that's like me. And if you're like me, I, I didn't have that many. I had like three or four that were close. Like I have four friends that, that, that were really close for more. And I grew up a little bit and I gathered a couple more friends, but like in the Navy, I had these four, these four. Like, you know what the odds are of those guys thinking like me? Like, how, how, what do you guys think I should do with my business? Like, that's horrible. They're great friends, but they're not the people I want to get my business advice from, right? And so what do we do to unlock our minds? Now, there's tons of ways to do this, but number one, it's not what you think. It's not going out and paying for training or paying for someone else to help you. It's you believing in yourself. And like, seriously, I'll just let that sink in for a second. I'm going to take a drink of my monster. I don't care if you hire me. I mean, I do. I, I know people say, I don't, well, I guess I do. I, I like money. Okay. I, I do care if you hire me, but seriously, like I don't, ultimately I just want your mindset to be different. I want you to believe in yourself. And so if all I got to tell you on the show for free, like do it, how do I do that? Well, why'd you start your company? What, what was it that made you feel good about plumbing? What was it that made you feel good about the business you started? What was it the thing that you fell in love with? Why are you qualified to do this? And today you might say, maybe I'm not. But a year ago, three years ago, five years ago, you were the best, baddest thing on the planet probably. Right? Like I know you plumbers. I just said this on the Million Dollar Plumber Show, but in one sentence you'll say, sometimes in the same sentence, but in the one sentence you'll say, I'm the best plumber around. The next sentence you're like, but I, I should charge $10 less than my competitor because that's the only way I can get my customer to say yes. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, really? You can't believe both. You can't believe both. I had a guy, you know, I'm just going to say, I had a guy uh, while I was training wanted to uh, discount the job because he got done faster. And I was like, would you have been comfortable going and charging her more because it took longer? No, that's not right. Well, what is your ability to get the job? Like when you installed your first water heater, how long did it take? When you put your first shutoff in, how long did it take? And how many times did you have to burn yourself and hit yourself in the head and get ripped on by your boss and get ripped on by your coworkers because you did it wrong until you finally got down to where you could do the water heater in two and a half hours. And you think the customer deserves that discount? What did they do? No offense if you're a customer, but what did you do? Didn't do anything to reduce that price. It was all your effort and your energy and your, your ability to go out and invest in yourself and put the work in, put the work in, get the license, get the insurance, get the uniforms, get the blah, 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 blah. And you did all that. And you got to go do this guy a favor because he thinks it's easy because you did all of this to make it easy. It is not easy to replace a water heater. It's not easy to replace a valve. You made it easy. Go tell your go tell your your journeyman's license. Like I didn't need you. This is easy. <clears throat> go tell your back. This is easy. Like why don't you believe in yourself? And I know you're like, well, I do believe in myself, CF. Okay, okay. Then what's this obstacle in your way? It shouldn't be there anymore. 
I'm a believer in Christ. Okay. Make no mistake. I don't think it's pull your bootstraps off and we're, we're enough and we could do it. I know we got to lean on Christ, but at the same time, that's why you can believe in yourself. Cause you were created by an almighty creator. Someone intelligently designed you. You're enough. You can go out there and you have value for that reason alone. You have value. And then you applied yourself. And you want to go out there and you feel bad. I don't want to charge her $189 for the shutoff. I don't want to charge her $300 for the main shot. I don't want to charge her. Some of you are like, we charge $600. What's he talking about? Right. Right. If you want to charge $600 for your shutoff, that's between you and the customer. But just do a great job. Stand behind the product. Find other. Don't go in there and just replace the problem that they found. That's easy. That's like that's like you work at McDonald's. You took my order and gave me a burger. You didn't sell me nothing. I say that all the time. Like, right? Like when, when a customer calls him, like my toilet's leaking or my toilet's making noise and you go in there and you fix the toilet. <laughs> okay. So your diagnosing skills are at the level of the customer. Don't, don't be offended by that. Be challenged by that. They're not qualified to go find. See, Richard, if you're watching the show, you did this to me tonight. You got me all riled up, but I'm telling you right now, if you go into the customer's house, who is obviously not qualified to identify potential plumbing problems. I say potential plumbing problems because you're probably dealing with a problem after it was a problem, meaning it's no longer potentially a problem. It is a problem. So they're already disqualified. If you missed that, let me say that one more time. You walked into a leak. You walked into a failed product. You walked into high water pressure. Most of you probably don't even know it was high water pressure because you just fixed the flapper or you just fixed, in this case, probably a cartridge or a fill valve or a shutoff or a joint somewhere down in the basement, a 90 leaked. And you're like, boom, did it. Pow, look at my soldering skills or look at my sweat skin. Look at this. I can, it doesn't, there's no flux. I mean, like, okay, big deal. Did you go around the house? Did you take care of the customer? Do you see if there's any other issues? Did you find out the real problem? Are you the doctor that just rips my heart out because I have heart pain or do you actually do a diagnosis to find out what's going on? And for those that have been through my boot camp, and for those that have been in my training, you're probably laughing right now because I thought I was having a heart attack one time and it was my gallbladder. And it's a good thing that I didn't diagnose myself. Are your diagnosis skill on the level of the customer or is your diagnosis skill on the level that of a professional journeyman plumber? You probably had to turn me down tonight. Like I'm hyped up. I'm not even... We're not even flashing comments up anymore. I mean, I'm just like, this is so important. You got to believe in yourself. You're, you're worth so much. You're worth so much. And you're, you're, you're like, you're, I was in a call today. The, the lady had to drain some hair. Like I said, I'm on the road right now. I'm, I'm doing live training with a, with a plumbing company. I, I do this once a month. I have one week I'll book out. I'm booked out for quite a while. So don't ask, but I'm, I just, this is what I do. And I love doing it. I get back in the field. I was in the field today. I was in a house. The lady had drain, hair in her drain, in her husband's bathroom. They have separate bathrooms. I don't get that one, but whatever. She had hair in her drain, or his drain. So we looked around the rest of the house. We found a, a faucet that was sticking. Asked her about the faucet that was sticking. She's like, yeah, it's kind of hard. I got to use both hands. I have arthritis. And we're just going to leave her there like that? Well, she just called up. She just wants, don't sell her nothing, CF. Don't, don't sell her nothing. That's not right. No, what's right is just letting her uh, continue to struggle with her faucet. You drop 200 bucks on a drain call when you could have put a faucet in for like 450, which is what we did. And then we just popped the drain for free because we're decent humans. And uh, we went about our day and improved her life. 
She came back to, she said, do you want me to clean anything off my camera? I said, no, I want you to go back to your life. Go back out there, watch the Ranger game with your husband. We're going to be back here. We're going to be back here in your problem. You're going to be out there living your life because that's service. Service is not only fixing the current disruption, but foreseeing the other ones and then going and dealing with those now. And sometimes they don't say yes. That's okay. You give them options. You let them decide. I didn't say you had to do the new faucet. I'm just saying I can charge you 200 bucks for this drain, or I can charge you 425 for the drain and the faucet. She's like, I can't go get a drain or I can't go get a faucet for 225 and install it myself. I have arthritis. I can't even turn the, the handle on. Like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm coming. Let's go back to the comments. Let's go back to the comments. Take care of them, folks. They remember. Absolutely. Jim says, I love your approach to going into the house and truly looking to help customer by checking the whole patient house. Absolutely. It's not about going around finding things we can make money on. Although we do. Victor says, dang, you pumped. I am. Richard. Uh, I was on Richard Bainey, the Million Dollar Plumber Show. I think I still have that pinned up there. I, I have a free treat for you guys from him go through the comments and find it somewhere in there, but it's, uh, uh, the playbook. And, um, I was on his show earlier and I was like, I was, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's so important. He was talking about the value of, of you. you, you know, he, like, if you don't know who Richard and Laura, the lovely Laura are, they're, they're they brought me into this industry. They taught me everything I know about plumbing. And I've learned a lot from a lot of other people, but they, they, they taught me everything. And, they care so much about you guys. Like I, I see the behind the scenes. They care so much about you guys. And uh, guys are going to get me emotional. So I'm going to stop. But I'm, but I, what I wanted to say was they care about you. And he was talking about your value as a human, as a plumber, as a professional and, and, and what you're doing. Like we don't, we don't go, we didn't create a business to create paychecks, create a business to make a difference. Right? Like for our family, it's okay to be a little selfish right here. Like for your family, your family, your, 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 uh, just everything involved in that, like your kids, your wife, everything you, you, and I'm speaking to you men out there right now, like you have value and you deserve it and you need to go out there and, and conquer it. And for you women out there, you have value and it's not different than the men. It just might look different. It just might be a different set of value. Like your skill sets and gifts might be different. Sometimes I find that the guys are more like me and other times I find like the females are more like me. It's not even like that, but there is a reality. That the husband wants to be the prince and the wife wants to be the princess, right? And so we have value. And so you owe that to your family. Then you owe that to your community and your customer, right? Because they called you. They could have called anyone. They called you. You want to provide service? You want to put that on your truck? You want to put that in your ads? Then go do it. And then you go out there and you really, you owe it to the reputation of your entire company. Because when you go out there and you don't provide service, it was the company. Yeah, it was you. See, here's the thing. When you provide amazing service, it was you that worked for the company. But when you provide bad service, it was the company. And um, that's just the way that works. And so, unfortunately, you take the team down with you. And, um, I mean, it's just it's so sad when, when I see that because it's so selfish and in so many levels, right? That you 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 as the the employee or you know, even if you're an owner, if you're the owner, you realize when you go into the house, you're still a tech. You work for your own company, you're a tech. You go in that home and you, you when you don't provide service, you let your family down, you let that customer down, and you let the rest of the team down. And a lot of times that's your family again, because they're working for you with you. So it's so important. I uh I can't, I can't drive this point home enough. 
And, and when we talk about these obstacles in our way, I don't know what it is for you. If it's the fear of going in and asking the customer for money, if you're, if, if, you know, I don't know what it is for, is it the fear of putting systems and processes in place? Is it the fear of letting someone go that you know you have to let go? Is it the fear of adding someone that you know you need to add, but you're afraid that the money won't be there? I don't know what it is for you, but I can tell you this, believe in yourself. Remember why you thought you could do it in the begin with. And if you don't have a mission statement, you don't have mission statement is who you are. If you don't have a vision statement where you're going, you don't have a map and you're lost in the woods. Like I'm just like randomly dropping tons of free. Just please do this. Like believe in yourself, apply this stuff, have a mission statement, deal with this. You have to wrestle with it. Where are you right now? Like, what is our goal? Who are we? Like, am I, you know, uh, you know, our mission statement is to provide the best service in the community by serving them in plumbing, you know, something like that. And then your vision statement is, guys, I want to grow. I want to impact the city in such a way it's never been impacted. Like, I don't know what it is for you. Those are cheesy and generic, but I don't know what it is for you, but you need to have them. You need to believe in yourself. And then the last thing you need to do is love your community. Like, check this out. Like, for example, let's say, how long has that been up there? If I left that comment up there for a long time, I don't know. But uh, let's say, let's say you, you're, you're one of those, you know, five minute mile runners, four and a half minute mile runners, and you're, you're, you're trying to run this four minute mile. You will do this to where all of a sudden you get surrounded by other people that are trying to do this. And I, I can assure you right now, like anyone that's ever ran track knows this. When you show up to like this, when you're a sophomore and a junior in high school, you know who the other people are. Okay. It's, 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 it's that predictable kind of like, you know, who the other people are. And so you start paying attention to the other people in your community. Okay. And if you love them and you try to make them better, they will love you back and try to make you better. And when that happens, you run the four minute mile. And then other people run the four minute mile and then everyone's running the four minute mile that was in that community. Not everyone, but it becomes believable and they think they can do it. And then they do, and then they do, and then they do. And so if your problem is software, if your problem is logistics, if your problem is adding hiring and firing, if your problem is like just getting, I don't even know how to offer options. Maybe your problem, maybe honestly, like maybe your problem is like, you know, you need to invest in your company and you're scared to pull that trigger. Like if I hire this clown on the TV right now, like, am I going to get any value out of this? Or am I just going to be wasting my money? Believe in yourself. Check your gut. Is this what you want to do with your company? Do it. If you don't, don't. If you're confused, hit me up. We'll talk about it. You probably don't even know how to get me for training. Just hit me up through Messenger. Type weekly in the comments right now. Type weekly in there, and then I'll reach out to you. There's no fancy message system that's going to come to you, but I'll reach out to you. GB says, we keep it flowing. Christy says, CF is on fuego. She said fire tonight, but I just want to, I want to do that Spanglish. Ralph Earnhardt, they can't put it in you and they can't take it out. You got to do it yourself, man. It's you. Terry, helping you maintain your plumbing system. That's great. That's their mission. Their mission is to go. Now, Terry, if your mission is to go out and help people maintain their plumbing system, do you put a professional set of eyes on the entire plumbing system every time you go out to their house? And I'm not saying offering your customer a house inspection. I'm saying do one. If you've been in the house with me, you already know it's like butter. It's not that hard. We don't have to make a big deal out of it. Just go check everything out and tell them why you're doing it. 
if you touch the valve and it's stuck, the other valves are stuck. If the water's got buildup on it, there's a good chance the softener has buildup on it. If you're going to touch something in there, you probably have to shut water off to it anyways to work on it, right? So go, go check the shutoff before there's a problem. You must find your company's why. Oh, that's so good. We're all service providers, 100%. Victor says we're a dying breed. That's why I want to do this, Victor. That's why I do this. It doesn't have to be like that. We can pump life into the younger generation. Nate says, not many real plumbers left. I'm third gen. So many real guys I know, dead, gone, none, none left, it seems. <laughs> Great message tonight, Dr. Fresh. Um, a little bit of a college involved in getting a doc doctorate, I think. And I don't know that I would uh, have made it through that little process. And doggone it, people like me. Every single person in service should be. That's my niece. I love you, Sarah. What's up, Sarah? On the show. 31 viewers tonight. Woo, woo. Yeah, I can't wait to see what that looks like in a couple weeks. Usually these, you know, 20 viewers live equals a couple thousand viewers over, over the course of the hall. So I don't know. 30 is going to be a lot. I love it. I love it. We need to get the word out, though, for real. We need to get the word out. Don't, don't be selfish. Don't hide me to yourself. Seriously, the customers deserve it. You can't serve everyone in your community, so don't let them go get screwed, okay? They didn't call. I have nothing to do with marketing. If they already called you, great. If they already called someone else, let me help them too. They've already called them. Guys, that's it. That's my thing. That's, that's my thing. Give your customer service. Give them options. Give them the ability to understand what's going on in their home. Serve them. Love them. Take care of them. Take care of your employees. Take care of yourself. Take care of your company. Believe in yourself. Seriously, like believe in yourself, okay? You have value that of or more equal to a doctor or a lawyer. And if you laugh me off the show, you might as well just look in the mirror and laugh at yourself because I'm not wrong. You do and you're worth it. And you're awesome. And I love all of you guys. And I mean that. And you know how I'm going to say this next. Serve your communities and everything, not just plumbing. I love you. And I'll see you tomorrow night. Bye. I got a couple special guests coming on tomorrow night. They're going to be here with me live. I can't wait. I'll see you guys tomorrow night. Love you.